Sex is now in session. It's your girl, Lana Ray. Boy, boom. Miss Jolly, baby. Miss Elaine. And special guest, Dr. Jones. Woo! We like to keep it light and fun on the show. But tonight, we're talking about STD. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Okay, so I have a couple of facts I would like to share with the audience. The first one is 85% of Americans with herpes, 40 million people don't know it. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. That means, hey, you think it can't be you? Oh, it's definitely you, 85%. Anyway, moving on. Pause. To add to that, Miss Charlie, baby, let's, let's break it down. One out of four people have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're listening and there's more than five or four, if there's four people around you, count them out because one of y'all has herpes. It's not me. (laughs) Not it. (laughs) The next fact, 25% of Americans have an incurable sexually transmitted disease. You say 25? 25%. That's one one fourth of the entire American population. Yeah. Yep. That, that, yep. Okay. <laughs> Next fact, or the third fact, final fact, because we could go all day, is 20 million new cases of sexually transmitted infections spread in the U.S. every year. Mm, 20 million. How many people are in the U.S., they say? It's like, like is it billions mm, mm, or is it it's millions? Not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's some hundreds of millions. That's a lot of people. That's 20. That's a lot of people. But you know what? I wonder if some of them cases is like doubled up. Like, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Jackson, you got all of them. And so you count for th- three of them uh, new cases. I agree. Um, I have a question that I would like to ask you guys. Do you think that if you contract a sexually transmitted disease that's incurable, you should be put on a list like pedophiles are put on the list absolutely not not absolutely not you should not be put on the list right for this is dr jones you should not be put on the list uh just because you have an std um if, if, whether or not it's incurable is is not relevant to the entire like discussion you should not be put on the a list because you have an std whether it's incurable because it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter whether or not it's incurable i think that goes to 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 speak to discriminatory laws because if you put on the, on a list then that list can eventually be made public right. especially in this day and age and then that can spiral out into um other discriminatory aspects of society so and that's not what you that's not what this society is supposed to be built upon so what is the difference between putting someone on that type of list and pedophiles being put on a list? What would a, you say? A pedophile being put on a list is, um, uh, it, it, it's a way of, a, a pedophile, pedophilia is almost like, it, it's a predatory aspect of, of your, of your mentality. Mm-hmm. So that's different from, like, you will want to know who the murderers are. Yes. You know, because they're predators. You would want to know who the pedophiles are because they're predators. The fact that you have an STD, whether or not it's incurable, is... It doesn't make you a predator. It doesn't make you a predator. You could have been a victim. Okay. 
very well said. Thank you, Dr. Jones. Thank you, Dr. Jones. Um, Alana wanted to, that's me. <laughs> I wanted to uh, kind of feed off of that. I, I agree with Dr. Jones that there should not be a list. However, if you are infected with HIV, or any disease for that matter. For any any disease for that matter. But I want to specifically talk about HIV because HIV can turn into AIDS and you can die from AIDS. And there have been people in the past that have knowingly infected people with this because they are bitter that they got it. So they want to hurt people the same way. So it's almost looked at as kind of like a predatory standpoint because you know that you have something that could harm or kill somebody else and you are purposely going out to do this i believe that it's like it's like a fine it's a very fine line because that is attempted murder it is but, it, but if you but if you're at i believe that if you're at that stage and if you have a, a, um hiv aids and you are um and you are are intentionally infecting people with hiv aids then you are a murderer yes but also that's a different mindset as opposed to the individual who knows it and who has disclosed it to their partner. That person does not need to be put on the list. When you when you delve into the realm of murderer, predator, predator, then yes, then you should probably be put on the list. So would you say okay. if uh, someone would you say that say the person got caught giving any any of the sexually STDs you know to another person? Like, say they had syphilis and they gave that to five people knowingly, would you say there should be a list for them? I think that is, I think that is a matter of disclosure. Okay. Of okay. disclosure. I think it's, I think it's, what, and what I think it's all that? a matter of disclosure. I think that, um, because once you start, uh, having sex, because I believe that once you start having sex, then, then the idea is that it is consensual. Yes. That is the that is the 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 main part of the feel goodness about it, right? That is consensual. So once it delves into the realm of I don't know this thing about you that you know about yourself and that you can potentially harm me with that thing, then that goes to intent. And when you talk about intent, then that is um, that's a different aspect. That goes to the predatory aspect of it. Okay. Dr. Jones, we want to talk to you also about um, the most common um, STDs, uh, chlamydia, and if, if, if I name them off, if you could just let the audience know if they're curable or not curable. Please and thank you. Please, Maggie, we can look it up. Uh, chlamydia. Chlamydia is, cur is curable. Chlamydia is a bacteria, so you should be able to get through it just with like a... Uh, antibiotic, a, a round of antibiotics, and you should be cured. What would be some some symptoms? Stanky breath is that something? Because I know chlamydia? a lot of people that got chlamydia. Stank I breath am, is. I'm a not familiar symptom. with that particular. I'm not familiar with that particular system uh, symptom of chlamydia. Okay. So I think that that talks to some something else. I think that if that's something else. That's, Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about the mother. That might be a then. toothbrush issue. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just so, kidding. Just so kidding. But what would be some symptoms of chlamydia? Um, I think that in males, that uh, a symptom that this, I think in males the symptoms are not very readily seen, but in in women or or females then you will see things like um, maybe some redness, um, itchiness, and, and um, um. 
a, a, a discharge that that you're not familiar with um one of they say they say that clear discharge but clear discharge could just be a, a an issue with like your 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 ovulating you know you can have a you can have a clear discharge with that so i think that if there's any um unfamiliar a discharge color that's not familiar to you if it has a smell if it's fishy um if it's if you're itch, if you're itchy down there then yeah then that can be some of the the warning signs of chlamydia um one of the the things that i do really want to say that if you even suspect that you have an std for women it's very important to get that get it checked out as soon as possible you know you can go to places like planned parenthood you can go to the julian center um if you're um in indiana um, you can call the toll-free number, uh, 1-800-232-4636, and um, in order to set up some type of testing. What is be- that number for? That number is for... Um, is the center? That is, that's the number for the Center for Disease, Disease Control, the CDC, um, and they can probably put you in touch with uh, organizations in your city or your town um, that can uh, direct you to that. And I say that because um, women have a touch... A, a little bit more estate when they have an, un, an STD, especially if it's one of those that go un, uh, undetected, um, just because it can lead to things as severe as um, infertility. It can lead to um, uh, other issues like with uh, fallopian tubes in your ovaries, um, just because we have a lot more stuff down there. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of bits and parts. And so those things can be can be infected and we not know it. Um, as, as opposed to men, you know, like their, their penises, of course, you know, like they're on the outside, so they can look down and see. Whereas with us, um, if we don't, you, yeah, our nooks and crannies, we don't exactly see them unless you squat over a mirror, which is something I also suggest doing. Okay. Well, really quick, I would also like to talk about preventive measures because everybody thinks that you know, if I just give head, then I can't get a disease. That's not how diseases are transmitted, which is not true. That is false. You can get all sorts of diseases from that particular interaction. But um, things I've heard, I don't know if it's a myth or not, but I heard if you go pee right after sex, that is a way to prevent or to help aid in not contracting anything. It's a way to help flush out some things that are it's a way to help flush out some of the, the bacteria, bacteria. And that's for both, but, right? but that's, that's men and women but i would say it's more so for women so try to pee after you know, pee. try to pee it, it's not a hundred percent preventative measure which right. is the reason why um you know you we have to talk about things like uh condoms yes um and just maybe just pleasuring yourself Okay. You know, things like that, because it's not 100%. Don't be like, well, you know, I pee right after, so I'm good. I'm good. Right. No, that's not. That's no, not what I was you trying to need say. You're going to need an antibiotic. Either. That's I'm not what they're saying. healthy practices after having more sex yes. with condoms. Yeah. And it's normal to, to have the urge to pee uh, during and after sex. That's normal. Now, when you were talking about pleasuring yourself, I just want to kind of drift real quick into um, the uh, L... LBGTQ community and when it comes to lesbians using toys on each other you can and it is very prominent for you to get an STD by using toys or use a condom I know uh I know a few lesbians that have different toys for different partners and 
they have like a thought strap where they use a condom on it. You know people that they literally have a toy. They have a toy for said partner. Why would they do that rather than just use a condom or a contraceptive? Because on this. Because it's, it's no, 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 a, no. A, I'm a, saying. Well, some partners want different you know, things. Because, like, like, okay, for instance, let's say as a man, you have your side chick, you have your main chick, and then you meet some girl at the club. It's the same type of thing. Like, okay, you have this toy that you use on your main woman, and you don't use a condom on it. That's just strictly her juices. Okay. And then you may have a side chick that that's strictly her juices. And then you have Good. a thought strap where you put a condom on that strap so you. You can use it on other yeah, people. so you can use it okay. on that makes sense right. yeah um and i also wanted to real quick um Organize. add uh dr jones dr jones had briefly mentioned about uh infertility when you have an std that has not been uh detected uh pelvic inflammatory disease is a, another one that women are easily easily they can get it and men and not know it. They, they can have it for years and not know that they have it. What, what's detrimental about that particular? Um, it can, pelvic inflammatory disease, if I'm remembering correctly, um, it can lead to, you, you can eventually uh, get cancer if it's not detected. Oh, so those are the commercials where they say, get your uh, such and such shot. That's, that's so HPV. that as that's HPV. HPV. HPV, I believe, can lead to PIV in some instances. And warts. And we know what HPV stands for. Human papilloma virus. One more time. Human papilloma virus. That's HPV. Not to be confused with what you just say. PID. 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 Which is what? Pelvic inflammatory. I'm sorry. Pelvic inflammatory disease. Her. And then you said that can also lead to warts. That's HPV can lead to warts. Yes. Um, when you, as a female, when now, because technology medicine is so amazing, you can get these shots. I actually went through the series of shots that you can get that prevent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone's footsie with me. <laughs> that can lead to... <laughs> that can lead to genital warts. Genital warts is a form of HPV. So HPV can also lead to lead to cervical cancer. So women listening, make sure that you go get checked for all this. You should be getting a yearly done that checks for all this anyways. But and men, get your booty holes checked. Prostate. Right, that's also important. Uh, Since we're talking about getting like, everything what? checked out. Now, Dr. Judy, what do you... Dr. Jones, I'm sorry. I just love the name Judy for some reason. I think it's because you got a big old booty, and I just want to call you Big Booty Judy. <laughs> Dr. Jones, <laughs> what can you tell me about the most common infection that women can get, which is not an STD? It's uh, known as bacteria vaginosis, and I, I'm free enough to say that I suffer from this all the time. It is not an STD. It is an imbalance of your pH levels. What? This, is, this is what we talk about. If you've ever listened to our podcast and we talking about, don't you do that. You're going to throw my pH off. This is why women get scared about you trying to be too sneaky freaky. You done pulled out whipped cream and chocolate sauce. Like, where do you think you about to put all that? I didn't throw my pH off. And these are the issues we will have with that. Also, women that 
uh, you know, shout out to all the women that are all about their fitness and their health and they eat right and they exercise. Do not let a man that eats nothing but hot Cheetos and Dr. Pepper come inside of you. He is going to throw your pH off because he is not eating healthy. Same with a man that may bathe with Axe body wash. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't, man. Use Dove soap if you're going to have unprotected sex with somebody. Do not it's use. Not <laughs> yes, Axe is a spray. It is not a body wash. Use some soap because that <laughs> will too throw off your pH balance. Okay, so so my thing with that is that it it really depends on um, how sensitive uh, how sensitive we are you know whether or not and, and and it's whether or not you're a man or a woman if you're in a position of receiving Okay. If you if you if you are in a position of receiving, then it just depends on how sensitive you are. Because some some people they are able to take that soap, they're able to take dove. And whether there are other people who dove who if they use dove, it breaks them out every time. So it it just depends. the The best thing is just it's just water. That is the absolute best thing to use when you're cleaning your genitals. It's just, it's just simply, what? Shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Okay. Your genitals. Your genitalia. I'm sorry. That's that's really the best thing to clean your, your genitalia with. Um, some people will say that it's important to use like maybe a vinegar, a vinegar wash or um, something along those lines. Um, it's just important that if you're in a position of receiving that you're not, for women especially, that you're not inserting those things into. Because we have a self-cleaning oven. You know, our vagina takes care of itself for the most part. So douches are not needed. Douches are not. You do not need to douche. Your pussy needs to smell like pussy. They should not smell like strawberries and peaches and cream and chocolate sauce. And men, listen. So, so. That line about you. I'm a bad bitch. I be douching. No, that's a lie. <laughs> no, they just try to. It's, if if a, if a, if a woman douches too much, then she can she can she can throw off her pH. Um, there are natural bacteria that we have that we that we need to have in there. Um, and it's not and it's not just probiotics. We we have natural bacteria that we need to have in there to in order to promote a safe and healthy vagina. I have a quick question on the topic, kind of. And that is, do men have a pH? Like, do, yeah. like, do they get do, thrown off by soap? Yeah. Yes, if, if a man's pH is thrown off, he can, if if your partner's pH is thrown off, it can actually throw yours off. Whoa. Well, real quick, just because we do have a man in the room, do you ever feel like your pH get thrown off sometimes? <laughs> you know what? Now that I think itchy? about it, no, I don't. <laughs> a lot of men be itching their balls a lot, and I just be wondering, yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot of things that go into that. That's that's different. That's, what is that? That's we, our jaws. Yeah, no, no just because you no stop. <laughs> Look, y'all see, y'all. I hope men out there, y'all hear these shots. I need y'all help. I need y'all help. No, that's not even it. It's just like you know what I mean. Like it's skin down there that's literally right on cotton usually. You know what I mean? Like sweat. You know how it feels like if you, no, you know, you get to sweating. Y'all, really? Wait, say what you got to say. What is it? I'm saying, listen, I'm not trying to say that my balls itch all the time. What I'm saying is, is that sometimes, <laughs> I'm saying that sometimes I need, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, shoot, you know, is pick there something. Is underwear? Down there. 
So, I, all right, women, y'all, y'all breasts never, you know, you ain't got to ever do this because I see it all the time. That's because they're sweating. Yeah. Just what? like balls. Just like well, we're balls. Not, we're not no, but it's just like a, it's an uncomfortable, that's like I said, my itch, if I, it's not an itch itch. I'm saying. It's an itch itch. It's just a slight irritation that you just feel like you gotta get in there and Yeah, and fix that. You know, it's uncomfortable. Do you ever feel like you need a baby wipe? Like it's dirty? For my ball? That might be a new thing, you know, actually ball wipes. Anybody heard of that? Hey, that is now trademarked. Don't nobody ever steal that. We will sue your ass. Coming soon. Ball. And it won't go off your pH. It won't go off. I do have a question for you, Dr. Big Judy Jones. My question to you is if a man has his pH has been thrown off, and we all know that men, yes, men harbor these they harbor the STDs. They may not have any signs, but they will pass it in a heartbeat. So if a man has the pH that's turned off and it does not affect him, and he then, I don't want to say infect because it's not an, it's not an he STD. Realize. He doesn't realize it. So then could he pass the imbalance of pH off to the woman? Yes. Yes. Yeah. If he's, if, if, if the, 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 if that person, if the guy isn't right, then yes, he can pass that off. He can pass his his imbalance off. You know, like if if, and that's just that's that's because your bad your body wants to be balanced. You know, in whatever way it is. Like if 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 you need to ha- have a higher pH, uh, I believe it's a lower. If you need to have a lower pH, and and he has like a lower a higher pH, then your body wants to be balanced. And if they if there's not balanced, then of course you're going to have some some issues so yeah it can cause a problem for you but the great thing is that if we um or the person that's receiving if they are if they can take care of themselves you know they can eat right because a lot of it is if is what you do from the inside out when you say receiving do you mean like whoever is being penetrated yes or do you mean like oral sex? i mean who's ever who whoever is being penetrated so you're saying so i would say that a person who's who is giving oral sex right. in this particular in that instance a person who is giving oral sex is probably the person that's um receiving because that person is then taking the 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 sexual juices of their partner so when i say when i say is that bad no, so i say so when i say when i say a person who's receiving i mean a person who is receiving the the those sexual juices okay. so so you know so is that yeah. the reason why men are less likely to get STDs also because they're the ones that are... I believe so. I don't think there's a direct correlation between that, but I don't see how you wouldn't draw a line from from that to make that assumption. Dr. Jones, I have a question. How can you tell if a man's pH is off from a woman's standpoint? Oh, wait. Like, can you eyeball that? Like, I can look at you and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Your pH is out. If he's eating a bag of hot Cheetos, away oh, that yes, yeah. yeah, give away. I don't, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can actually tell if a male's p if a man's pH is off unless you consider smell, unless you consider taste. I think that that men will have a saltier taste if they're off. 
So I think so. We are educating people here tonight. Saltier. You hear me? They'll they'll be salt. Something is something is going to be off. Like it won't taste. So everything goes like towards the ocean when it's bad. It goes. It goes. You know what I mean? He goes back. He goes back to the yeah. You go. I'm not yeah. So dead uh, sea. So men. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just women, ladies and gentlemen. The fishy smell, the taste is salted, deep it's v- deep water sea salt. diving. Yeah. It's it's Himalayan <laughs> sea salt. <laughs> Flashing back, I remember doing a bachelor party once, and there was this man, and we were sitting down. I think he had just gotten a lap dance, and this man's dick smelled like gasoline. Gasoline. Yes. So I'm assuming there was pre cum from him getting a lap That's dance. Right. Can, can the well, see, from the woman? It could have. I, I mean, I was the woman giving the lap dance, and I didn't smell like no I damn gasoline. <laughs> So I I just want to recap on some healthy tips that we can give our listeners. Women like me that suffer from very sensitive vaginas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say the word without laughing. (laughs) Genitals. Come on, Charlie, get it together. <laughs> uh, probiotics will be your best friend. You can get it in yogurt. You can get it in a pill. I drink. Uh, they have this lovely new Tropicana Essentials with probiotics in it, and it, it does help a lot. And you can, can I take say pills. About probiotics Absolutely. real quick. Absolutely. Okay, so with, pro- with with probiotics, don't just get something just because it says it has probiotics in it. I think before you, if if you're getting the health aspect of it that I think you need to look it up first and research it first because there are a lot of things that say it has probiotics in it but by the time you drink it it goes through your digestive system it enters your stomach and the acid in your stomach takes care of all the stuff in it that it's no good by the time it gets to your 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 vagina or your uterus you know so i think you know or 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 your your penis for the most part so i think that's important to realize what about aloe vera gel because i've started using that i've heard that that also helps with your ph to, to drink it? No, or to, to apply it. Like, apply it? Like, so you just put it on your... Like, your instead vagina. of... Like, when I, I shave, so when I get done and yeah. out of the shower, instead of putting lotion down there to you make... Salivary. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar... Yeah. Well, I, I personally am not familiar, familiar about whether or not it helps with your pH. I know it has... Um, has healing, soothing, cooling effects um, that can help um, with healing, but I don't know about pH. I don't know. I don't believe that it has uh, probiotic um, probiotics in it, unless it's unless they've been added to it. But if you just snap off the plant leaf and then apply it, then I think that's just the um, for like an uh, an ointment for soothing and healing effects, but not probiotics. So, what advice would you give for females that do suffer with sensitive? Vagines. <laughs> Vagines. Um, I think that if you, uh, you know, I, I think that if you have a sensitive vagina, I think the first thing you need to do is probably cut out. Um, I think you, should, I think you should visit your diet, which is the first thing, and uh, that means that you may want to look at how much sugar you're taking in. Uh, you probably want to look at how much. Um, uh, spicy-ish food that you're taking in, um, and just kind of, and and I think that that's probably one of the main things. If I had a really sensitive vagina and I knew that I was 
constantly had issues, I would probably start just from scratch and then slowly introduce small things. So I knew that if I knew I had a, a sensitive vagina, I would probably just start bathing with just water. As far as like my vagina, I would, I would only cleanse with water. I wouldn't sit in a tub with bubbles and all of that stuff. Um, then from there, I would probably change up my eating habits. I would focus more on fruits and vegetables as opposed to meat. Just for half a second, I just want to point this out. I know men, you probably feel really left out right now. However, if you have daughters, nieces, or sisters, or any female in your life that's like going through puberty or about to go off to college or any of that kind of stuff, this is very informative. These are the things you need to let her know. Knowledge is power. You don't want your little- But don't do it in a creepy way because then you might end up on the pedophile list. You don't want you on the pedophile list. But I'm just saying, pass this information along. Don't feel like it don't apply to you. You could be telling somebody about this. I think this is wonderful, continue. And, and real quick to add to that, if you are grown enough to have sex, you need to be aware of the, you know, sex is wonderful. It feels good, but you need to be aware of the negative aspects because not, you know, nothing is just good. There's always going to be some, some downplay. So you need to be aware of getting tested regularly, the ugly, <laughs> the ugly side. <laughs> You need to get tested regularly. Don't be afraid. There's regularly. Every three months. Um, uh, Dr. Jones, I'm sorry to cut you off, Alana, but real quick. Is it possible to contract something, you go get tested because maybe it happened, like it just happened, and then you go back six weeks later and then it shows up? Yeah, that's that's part of the issue that um, that you run into with uh, HIV. I'm, I'm just going to use the most serious yes. uh, exam and, and herpes as well. Sometimes they just don't show up for for weeks, months, and, and with HIV, sometimes even years. They lay dormant. You know, they lay, exactly, exactly. They, they'll lay dormant in your body for years. And, and even though you'll have the um the antibodies they may not be enough to show up on a test but that doesn't mean that you're negative it just means that you you you're not displaying it on the test it's not coming up on the test yet are you contagious at that point when you're dormant and it's if you are if you are if you're dormant it's not detectable then yes you you can still pass it on you can still pass it on yeah Get tested, ladies and gentlemen. Get tested. Go with your partner and get tested. If don't think just because you are in a relationship with somebody and you're only having sex with just one person that you may not be at risk because he may have had sex with someone yeah. five or six years ago and now and now it's showing up this year while you guys are together. So I, I don't know about five or six years. No. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not that it's that for that for I've heard, for I've I've heard ten. I've heard, yeah, HIV You've heard 10? I've heard 10. Okay. So, it can lay dormant for 7 to 10 years before okay. it... Same with herpes. Well, well see, I, I wonder what, what their particular definition of dormant is. Because if their particular definition of dormant is that you don't have symptoms, but, the, but they can detect the antibodies on a test... Yeah. Then that's different from because because you cannot have symptoms for years and years, but if they take a blood test, then they can gotcha. detect the antibodies. Gotcha. See, that's different. So so that's why that's why I question about that's why I question whether or not what, like what their definition of dormant, dormant is. Do you hear this, ladies and gentlemen? Did you hear what she just said? I just want to real quick to understand the severity of this. You could have sex with somebody and it's a grand old time and it's, you know, the bee's knees and 
you don't have any symptoms of anything for years while you out here just living your best life with whoever you living your life with you could be passing along something that is detrimental to somebody's life and not know it please get tested um, that's like, like we talked about HIV. We talked about herpes. We talked about. Um, oh, sorry. The, the liver is gone. Is that? Is it? No, no. Okay. It's just. It's just. You know. <laughs> sorry, y'all. It's, it's a long episode. It is. Um, we just have so much. Disease. If you thought you, you have to talk about like your like liver diseases as well, because that that factors into it. Hep C. Um, Hep B. Hep B. That talks about Hep that as well. Hep A through C. Yeah. Yes. And once again, I just want to give you guys the phone number. No matter where you're at, you can call this toll free, toll free phone number and they will be able to direct you to your closest center to get tested. That number again is 1-800-232-4636. And for y'all that are hard headed, let me make it a little bit more sexual so you can, you know, remember it. That number is 1-800-232-4636. Three six. <laughs> so please, please, please. We love sex. We love you guys. Everybody should be able to sex enjoy this. Awesome. Some just yeah. be careful. That's sex it. is awesome. Whether you're with somebody or not, sex is awesome. Y'all, yes. yes. with somebody or by yourself. We want to also remind you guys to check us out on Facebook. Sex is now in session. Like the page. There'll be plenty of links for future episodes and we will post links on more information about some of these STDs and how to get tested for them. Thank you very much. And if Ms. you have a topic that you want to talk about, you should send us a, 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 a message on Facebook or anything you want to know more about, yeah. you know, send that to us and we'll, we'll get that out. This is a fun, informative, sexy situation. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful night. Sex is now in session and we will see you next time. What? what? Deuce.